You're listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2023. Later on Market Day, we'll speak with Diane College from Morgan's. But first, to the way businesses are feeling at the moment. Raina Bosch spoke with NAB's Chief Economist, Alan Oster, to tell us more about this month's NAB Business Survey, which is a report closely followed by the Reserve Bank. Well, basically, they're saying that their um, sales and their profits and their employment levels are pretty good. Uh, their confidence, so so it's you know plus plus eleven and long run average is plus seven. So hanging in there, resilience would be a word that I use. Um, confidence not so good, uh, particularly if you're in retail. It's pretty awful in retail, but generally confidence is around plus one and long run average is about plus six. So again, it's not an economy that's basically falling over. Now, there are some aspects of this report that do spell positive signs for inflation. Can you talk us through those? So we have measures for wages costs, purchase costs, total prices costs, and retail prices, and they've all sort of come off. Now, particularly wages went up a lot in July at a sort of monthly rate or quarterly rate at right 4%, and that was national wage case. As of September, they're now down to 2%. So that's pretty good. Um, Supply chains are better. Okay, petrol prices got a little bit worse, but purchase costs have gone from three down to about two. Um, So again, another big improvement. And general prices have also come down um, to around about 1%. So they're all saying the same sort of story. The only problem is retail prices are sort of still trotting along at about one eight. So one of the issues out there is what will the statistician find? Because he'll find electricity prices went up, he'll find wages went up, um, and he'll find petrol prices in particular went up a lot. So for me, when we're looking at rates, it really depends on what happens in the September quarter CPI, which comes out at the end of October. Now, we're expecting it to increase by the trim mean, which is their preferred measure, by about 1.1%. Uh, they've got a forecast of 0.9. So it could well be that if you get a surprise on the upside, that could still go. Um, I personally hope they don't. I think the economy is slowing and will slow further. But, you know, um, it could well be that they they either do one more or they sit on their hands for a longer period. And so I think we're very close to the peak. Alan, as you said there, we are going to be relying on next month's CPI data to give us an indication in terms of rates. To what extent do you think today's data is going to factor into that decision? I think the market's seen the data today and taken out the chance of a rate rise. I, that might be a bit bit quick, um, but I, I do think it's consistent with the economy. Yes, it's not great. It's really not great in retail, um, but prices are coming off a bit. And so the reserve could sit back and say, well, based on that survey, I can sit and watch for a number of months. And then probably I won't do anything in terms of cuts until, I don't know, late in the year next year. Alan Oster there from NAB. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. 
The Australian share market rose today. The S&P ASX 200 up 1% to 7,040 points. That's despite the Middle East conflict. For more, I spoke with Diane College, a private client advisor at Morgan's. Diane, the Australian share market looks like it's headed for its best one-day gain in about four weeks, despite this conflict in the Middle East. Why is that? Uh, Great question, Ricardo. I think that uh, initially we had a very strong lead out of the US last night, so they uh, recovered and uh, sort of brushed off, if you like, the uh, conflict that we've got in the Middle East. Uh, The bond markets were closed as well in the US, so we didn't actually have a lead out of them. Uh, We also had a number of uh, Fed speakers speak last night as well, and they sort of indicated that interest rates from their perspective might be kept on hold. So we may not see uh, some increasing rates over there, uh, which is a positive for all markets. Uh, We also saw that um, the Australian market has been traditionally oversold. So uh, we're due for a bounce, if you like. And uh, finally, we saw some M&A in in the market, which the investors really tend to like. Let's break some of that all up. First of all, how's all of this being reflected in the market today? Where are the gains coming from? Right. Again, it's pretty broad-based, which is quite exciting for the market because we needed to see that. Um, tech, st- tech sector can see some of their key names up between 5 and 6%. We've also got the energy sector a lot stronger on the back of um, higher oil prices. That has been sustained for the last couple of days, obviously, again, reflecting back onto the conflict. And uh, ultimately, which I think we're going to address later on, is the utility sector, which is up on the back of the origin takeover acceptance by the ACCC. Back on the conflict in the Middle East, a lot has been said about the potential impact on oil prices if the conflict spreads to Iran and Saudi Arabia, for example. Is it something that investors are really worried about or not? And what are the likely implications? Uh, Again, um, I think that we can refer back to history to see how markets react to conflict. So if we have a look at um, other key conflicts that have come to light, such as the Yom Kippur um, back in 73, which is about 50 years from where we are today, uh, we saw that the oil price actually quadrupled from where it was and we had a, a bit of a bear market on the back of that. But other conflicts such as the um, the one in Iran in 79 led to another doubling of the oil price, yet we had a market rally. Um, again, if we look at other conflicts such as the Gulf War, we saw markets rally and the oil price rally. I think investors today are sort of reflecting back on how it's going to impact inflation. And uh, they're also, if you know, if they're, with good brokers, are actually taking advantage of it and trading those energy stocks. Um, We were speaking about inflation as well. Uh, You mentioned also some commentary from uh, Fed speakers overnight. There's been a lot of talk lately about global interest rates staying high for longer. Is that still the case? Uh, Well, you know, it actually changes quite quickly. Quite instantly, as soon as we get some Fed speakers speaking, um, they tend to sort of reflect that back into the the bond market and how 
people look at those interest rates and whether they are going to stay longer for, you know, stronger for longer, if you like. Um, if we see a lot more bearish view out of those, out of the Fed and we get some stabilisation in interest rates, then, you know, uh, I think there are expectations that we could see some cuts coming through in late 2024. The corporate story of the day, if we can move on, is this $19 billion buyout offer for Origin Energy being given the go-ahead by the ACCC. What do you know of the deal? Yes, um, big news for the market and uh, obviously quite positive. The ACCC said that they were happy to approve the deal because they indicated that it would be in the public's best interest and also that uh, the acquirers, Brookfield and their partners, would um, you know, not impact the competitiveness of the sector. Unfortunately, there still needs to be uh, FERB approval and we also need to see 75% of the uh, origin shareholders come through and approve the deal as well. So there's still a couple of stumbling blocks coming through. And I think you'll find that there are some agitated shareholders that don't believe the price is high enough. So um, it's a bit of watch this space to see what happens from here. And very briefly, um, where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? Well, investors have just received about billions of dollars of dividends over the last couple of weeks and that's all gone into their cash accounts. So we can see investors actually quite buoyant when it comes to opportunities in the market. And I think we're sort of looking at it that um, it's pretty it's been pretty oversold in the in the month of September. And traditionally October up through till December is seen as what we call the the Santa rally, if you like, in in markets. And uh anyone that sort of buys Quality shares at this time of the year should look to um, see quite a, a significant slow uplift up until that end of the year period. So um, we're sort of saying that any sector is a good sector at this point. Diane College there from Morgan's. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.